There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself? He's evil! Sitting right here, come on. No, no, he's not, he's not evil, he's just a bit rude. Good morning, everybody! Hello there, welcome to Thursday. It is the morning sickness, it's 545. My name's John, how are you? There's Brady, Brett, Big Dick Toledo, and off we go. Uh, Glory, it's kind of chilly. Did you ride the bike today? No, that's, I walked outside. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. I'm taking the car. I, I got. I was like, man, I'm, yeah. I kept. I couldn't get warm. It was, was 46 a, when I walked yeah. out the door. Like, I, I think I've, I've adapted the wrong way to the cold. I was cold this morning, so I was, I was thinking, like, I bet you, if Brett decided to ride that bike, he's about a third of the way from regretting every minute of it. <laughs> and you didn't. Smart no. move. Yeah, it's chilly, so I put the Drake on. Came in this morning. Yeah, you, we oh, saw you. We yeah. saw you in your. Uh, Evil Michelin Man outfit, his black Michelin Man thing. Yeah, your Drake outfit is awesome. I saw the, that's the hanging there, and I'm like, well, there was no, I couldn't get into the office because as uh, Brady's puffy coat hung on the back of the chair, I couldn't get around the chair, so I just went in the other room. Uh, I, I, everything about life uh, balances out. I think it's hilarious. Antonio Brown yesterday, I, I've been reading nothing but football stuff because I'm addicted to the off season more than I am the season. What my Steelers are going to do, even paying attention to what the Cardinals are going to do. Everybody throws What kind that. of DUIs oh, we're looking out in the future? Naked guys running around. It's been great. The NFL has had an awesome thing. Guy's working out an hour later. He's naked. He's throwing stuff. <laughs> uh, but uh, Antonio Brown went on a podcast yesterday, and all the news came back that are like, Antonio Brown, you know, he doesn't even know what he's talking about. It goes back to what we're always saying. And Antonio Brown might help everybody in the mental health conversation finally Come back to what I've been saying the whole time. Now, I've suffered from anxiety, panic attacks. I've had all that stuff. It's mental health. You have to deal with it. If you have it, you have to deal with it. You can't wander around and say, everything I do is because of this. It just can't. Antonio Brown is going on a crusade to tell everybody, ain't nothing wrong with me. Quit talking about my mental health. I'm fine. And what I've said for a long time is sometimes people are just assholes. And when they act like that, we should be able to say it. Terry Bradshaw got talked to by Fox. All these people came down on him for going, put him in a straitjacket. Remember that? Oh, he's got mental health issues. Well, the guy with him refuses to say he's got him. Says, Bruce Arians told me to get the F out. I got the F out. I don't know what's wrong, why everybody thinks I've got mental problems. Maybe he's just 
an asshole. And that, that gives me great comfort going forward that sometimes you can point at a guy and go, that dude's bananas and is acting like an asshole, and nobody has to go, well, you're a jerk for not wanting his mental health to get better. I don't care about anybody else's mental health. I got to worry about my own. And here's the problem with saying, oh, this asshole over here at the Circle K is going crazy. I better go approach him and see if I can help. Is you might be wrong, and he might be a uh, suicidal or uh, murderous asshole, and you're on the other end of a bad beating. It's perfect. Pointing out the crazies in school was why we had special ed. That's all changed now to be like, no, we're helping. No, it used to be to get the kid out of class that was driving everybody nuts. You never had to go to special ed. You were quiet. Were you quiet in school? Uh, no, I ran my mouth a lot, but uh, Italian. That's about it. But yeah. I mean, like, you weren't one of those guys that was like messing things up. No, I wasn't hanging out with Gully and the guys. Oh, right. No, the guys so. that everybody's like, he's going to end up in the special ed classes. It used to be a threat that if you were uh, acting like a dick, they'd put you in special education. And now it's for mental health. Mental health. Nope. Antonio Brown has fixed it by saying, nothing wrong with me. And keep, oh, well, keep saying on. it. And now Terry Bradshaw was right. And uh, Michael Strahan was right for going, this guy's crazy. You don't want him on your team. And we can get back to calling crazy people crazy in our opinion without it being some sort of a woke world that every time you say some guy's crazy and acting like an asshole, you're the jerk for doing it. I love it. Back to name calling and shaming. The way this country used to work. Do you think he... Uh was doing any positioning for an uh, uh, impending lawsuit uh, with the team. You got me. Same because, uh, you know, he stormed off the field because he was told to get off the field. Well, beyond that, positioning or otherwise, if, if he's smart and he's positioning for a lawsuit, he's going to play the mental health card all day. He's going to say, I'm sick. They never took care of me. I was playing hurt. My mind's not right. I mean, yeah. he has a better lawsuit if he goes down the road that everybody's saying he should go down, which is, I oh, was you're, telling him my you're ankle. sick, you're sick, yeah. I'm not but, sick. Yeah, I, it is, it, yeah. if he said it, my ankle, I was playing physically hurt, and mentally I need help, would be an amazing lawsuit. That would make the Buccaneers look terrible. And especially if he just said, I asked people on the team for help, and they didn't give it to me. Oh, my God, the lawsuit would be huge. No, he's going on, he's going on podcasts saying, I'm 100% mentally, I'm fine. I just hated it there. I'm I hated, here. I hated Bruce Arians, and uh, he told me to leave, and I did it. So Bruce it, got slapped with a 50 grand fine. For, kicking. for slapping the guy's yeah, helmet. Yeah, that was pretty good. He hit a guy. But even beyond that, just let's get back to the idea that when you Dang. see somebody acting like an idiot, you can say they're an idiot without being the bad guy. I love that. I did it the other day. It's a sink or swim thing. I'm at that uh, quick trip again, and some dude's wandering around, and I'm like, he probably has mental health issues. Not my problem. And he's walking towards me, and I just turn towards him, and I'm like, you stop. Uh, I just wanted to know. I'm like, just stop, turn around, go the other way. Because he was like coming right at me. I'm like, I don't need you in my life. I don't. And, you know, he's acting crazy. Sink or swim. I assess the situation. I push it crazy away. And guess what? I'll do it every time. If somebody came in this building and acted crazy, I'm not going to walk up to him and go, you know what? I'm going to take you in to the boss's office and we're going to talk about your mental health and we're going to get you some help. Uh uh-uh. uh. Dude wandering around in this place looks crazy. I got my elbows up. I'm ready to start going, and I'm going to try to get away from him or get him out of here. Those high are the kick. two things. Yeah, high kicks. Big-time rib shots. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking about is this crazy guy's not going to get me. <laughs> Calling crazy crazy has always been beneficial to the non-crazy people. Remember when we fired that one guy and he went a little crazy? Rob? Yeah. Oh. Remember we fired? You weren't here. I wasn't here, but I heard the stories. We cleared the building. Yeah. We didn't go out and try to help him with his mental health. He stood in the parking lot and sobbed. 
and then started to rage and then sat back down and said, everybody like, I don't he's know. Coming he's coming back. He's coming back. Call he's- the police. We got the women out of there. We were bringing cars around front to pick people up away from the back of the building where he was hanging around. Nobody out. Nobody goes outside and says, can I help you with your mental health? He was showing signs of being a looney tune. We were going to call the cops. Let them handle it. They got guns at least. If Brett was there, we'd say, hey, Brett, we got to send you out. We got to get you out there and, and get Rob home and bring your gun. If he goes nuts, finish him. I got this. It's it's crazy how, how the worm turned on everybody. You're supposed to assess nutty, stupid behavior. That's the way we were taught as kids. Stranger danger. If somebody's acting nuts, you walk away from them. You recognize crazy. And as now in this new world and this adult world we live in, you recognize crazy, and you're a bad guy for saying so. Here's uh, another factor in the crazy side of it. I heard a story yesterday. Uh, a buddy of mine was um, getting – you always hear those side uh, reactions to medications. Sure. Side He's getting um, – they're trying to figure out what kind of blood pressure medicine to put him on. Okay. So he's going through one the first round, tries this one out, and a friend of his comes over and brings lunch, and they're sitting at the uh, – table in his house and he just take the he took the pill looks out in the front yard and he's like what is the ups guy he's looking and the his ups guy stops gets out of the car and takes the packages and hides them under the bush and this is what your friend's saying this is what he's saying it's like what and he's like he's getting pissed off the guy's hiding packages he goes out to the front yard to get the ups guy and there's nothing there and his friend He's hallucinating UPS deliveries. Yes, I do that sometimes. <laughs> but in that the UPS crazy, guy here, I'm just want to anticipate. But I'm talking about now. You add that in the yeah. medication that people. Well, sure. <laughs> you find out the side effect. You could say, "Oh my!" Right, and that's on his family or whoever he's with to say. I think the meds are making you see stuff. Oh, they did. I mean, that's. But a lot of times, you know, he's by himself. He lives alone. Yeah. Oh. And he's your friend. Yeah. It's on you, pal. <laughs> and that's why his, Either, friend, his one friend choices. came over. Well, he did. They finally were like, oh, I better, we better dock. Yeah. We might want to change this medicine up. Oh, I thought you said we better dock. Don't dock with no. him. That's not going to help. <laughs> I see what you're saying. He that's went a, back to the doctor. odd Brady pause. <laughs> <laughs> we better dock? You need some help. Oh, my God. You're going to dock. Uh, yeah, that's on you as a friend to do two things. Risk it. Or abandon ship. And guess which one I'm choosing. So long, Looney Tunes. Peace Enjoy out. your fake packages. Call me when you get your medicine straight. I don't like that idea at all. Is that I have to, I had a friend who went nuts, tried to kill himself years and years ago, cutting his own head off. He was delusional. He saw, he saw celebrity images that were telling him he was the most important thing in the world and the typical standard textbook psychotic. And uh, couldn't get his meds right when he got better. And then uh, the day I decided not to uh, not to contact him anymore, it's like, I'm just going to stay off the meds. I, I think I can balance this myself. <laughs> oh, oh, adios, friendo. I'm not hanging around that for the and, day that top falls there off. Therein lies a little scenario of uh, you hear about these stories. A lot of these people always are uh, loners, a lot of situations. Well, sure. That, that, and they're like, you're coming in by yourself. Well, let's give you some meds. They're loners for How a reason in a lot of situations. check if those meds are... A lot of the times they're loners because they've been goofy their whole lives and people are like, well, I'm not going to hang around this much anymore. We're supposed to be able to recognize weird behavior. You know how dogs sometimes just know when a person isn't right? You ever have a, a friendliest dog in the world? And you're oh, gonna, yeah, they have that vibe. Like, 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 Something's yep. not right with this guy and a dog will know. We have it too. We've just chosen to ignore it because it makes us jerks to point out Looney Tunes. 
pointing out Looney Tunes is something we should never lose as a society. Now, what you do after the fact, that's it. But I think pointing out Looney Tunes as a stranger, imperative. As a family member, that's when you start kicking in. If Terry Bradshaw looks at Antonio Brown acting like a lunatic and says, that guy needs to be in a straitjacket, the rest of the world needs to say, absolutely. Oh, but it vilifies mental health. Maybe you shouldn't act like that then. Maybe, maybe that wouldn't vilify it as much. Maybe the guy doing the acts is vilifying mental health by being nuts. But it turns out, by his own admission, he's nothing more than an asshole, and we can call him that all day long. Oh, I knew that the whole time. I'm not even a doctor. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a fact, and it's, I love that he's doing it because it kills the whole uh, self-righteous, almost pious nature of the NFLs. We're here for the mental health, and I hope he gets all the help he needs. And You know, maybe he was just mad at you. Maybe it's the same thing as when if I'm mad at Brett and I call him a horrible homo F-word right in the middle of our fight. It's not that I hate all gay people, so I disparage the entire group of them with a slur. Currently, I'm mad at Brett, and I want to hurt Brett's feelings. So I'll say horrible things I know will make Brett mad, and that would probably hit a button if I started to go down that road and, you know, if we were in a big fight and stuff, yeah. right? I'm going to call you terrible names. You dumb Sicilian. Whoa, <laughs> right, right. Whoa, yeah, yeah, I know he's not. That, it doesn't mean I, that's right. there. I don't. Yeah, you Sicilian pile of garbage. You're acting like a Sicilian. What's wrong with you? See, this is what we're talking about. Now, look what it does. Brady and I don't hate Sicilians. I couldn't spot a Sicilian. I mean, I probably could. They're the Italians that eat out of the garbage. But, I mean, I couldn't spot a Sicilian uh, other than that if they weren't acting like that. But I know it would bother him. So, boom, I punch him in the nose to where it hurts you. We got to get out of this hole. Oh, if you say something, you've made the entire – everyone who's got it is so weak that they can't defend themselves. The world needs to step up and, and punch back. No, no, no. We need to be able to be mad at each other individually. We need to keep them individual. And if you got a loony in your house, me, anybody else, I, I've been a loony. I've been a loony. Uh, it's up to the people closest to you to take care of that. Not the people looking out for themselves, looking at you going, hey, this guy might not be playing with a full deck. I'd be, I should stay away. I highly recommend that with you, Brady. If the dude's hallucinating uh, UPS packages to start, the next thing you know, he's like, UPS guy's got a gun! Yep. Yeah, you, know, you never know. So you suggest to the people closest to him, get him uh, some help. I'm out till you do. I did it with my buddy. Stayed off his meds. I'm like, you need to, last words I said, you need to stay on the meds and you need to make sure you're doing all right. Because you, you tried to hurt yourself real bad once because you weren't right. Yeah, my buddy the Riddler went off the meds. That's what it's trouble. called. I was, you know, a couple years ago. Yeah. When he stopped, like, I think I'm fine. If you're not, because the meds made you feel fine. Let go of that man. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Immediately put that person down. Ah, damn meds. What was the thing? What was the phrase when you saw somebody acting crazy? Oh, he's off his meds. Oh yeah, right. We're built before that. We used to uh, make up with he's going postal. Right. It's it's innate in normal people to have that switch go off when you see crazy. You're so, we're supposed to recognize unfavorable situations it's in our bodies it's human nature to go this isn't right we call it instinct you call it you know intuition whatever you want to call it it's in our bodies to sit and go i don't like this and you might be wrong but it's uh you know self-preservation to know that lunatics aren't to be dealt with although i will say this yesterday i was confronted with something and this was my tactical black training kicking in about a 400 pound man tongan Big, long ponytail approaches me up here at, uh, it was like 44th Street and uh, I guess it's McDowell. It's this Chevron. Yeah. 
huge. I'm collecting money for the Tonkin tsunami relief, <laughs> like car to car. But he was so big, I'm like, hold on, let me see if I got anything. Here, here's everything I have. I didn't turn my back on him or anything. Just looking, I don't have any cash in the car, but maybe I'll go in and get some Funyuns and some change and hand that over. That's okay. Thanks for thinking. And he just keeps walking, and I'm like, all right. Chalk that one up to life experience, John. You are afraid of Tongans. <laughs> Scared to death of the guy. He was huge. Size of the size of the man doesn't matter in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the man. But that dude was too big to worry about that kind of stuff right there. He would have broke me in half if I wasn't looking. So I almost gave to the Tongan relief effort. I didn't even know they were in trouble, to be honest with you. I knew that they had some flooding things. I didn't know how bad it was. Oh, they got crushed. Ah, who knew? Isn't that kind of Tonga in Australia's problem? Do I have to worry about that sitting on McDowell and 44th Street? Now my money's going to go to some giant, and I, I have to trust that that $5 is going to head over to Tonga? I really don't believe that, that there's a conversion rate. Right. some H over there. <laughs> right. Yes. right on that corner. He's not on H. <laughs> no. He wanted to buy ho-hos. This no. dude was massive. I, I think he's $5 short of a pig that he wanted to roast. He was huge. Asking for Tongan relief effort. I'm like, geez, that's a stretch. I mean, could we keep it a little closer than... 10,000 miles for my money to help? I like to keep it within a kind of a 100-mile radius. He's the Tongan Sally Struthers or what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for just $5, you can help all Tongan Takalua leak. Okay, Takalua what? I, here's five bucks. Go away. There's an unbelievable, you're right, there's a, an amazing pig roast going on Is somewhere it? this weekend. Oh, yeah, for the Tongans? Yeah. <laughs> you know about a few, don't you? Oh, yeah. Brady's going to help the Tongans single-handedly. <laughs> One slice at a time. And Brady, I have to, uh, on that note, say that uh, I had to take you over to that Tongan guy because he needs you too. Because I'm not going to sit there alone. If I ever go back in that area, I'm bringing a friend. Crazy needs to be pointed out. That's all I'm saying. Start your day recognizing you need to prejudge every human being you don't know. Period. And not based on color. You do it anyway. But, of course you do. But magnify it. Everybody is judgmental. Well, I don't see color. Or, you see behavior, and then you tie in situation. Are you the fish out of water? Check that box. Whoops. Are there 55 Mexicans standing around making you uncomfortable, and you're a white woman? Check that box. Are there 55 white guys standing around, and you're a black man? Check that box. Whenever you're a fish out of water, you get nervous. Period. Are you a Sicilian in and amongst good Italian people? Better not be. <laughs> See? You don't want to be- check that box, Sicilian. Run. He ain't going to find out. <laughs> yeah. Are you walking around asking for $5 at a time dressed like you're at a Hawaiian luau, making people nervous at the Chevron? Check that box. That was me. <laughs> dressed like a Hawaiian luau. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did. I might as well have a grass skirt on. <laughs> <The> ukulele. And- <laughs> <laughs> What's going on over here? I don't know if Tongans do that. I assume that's how little I know. I can't give money to that. I know Tongans from a TV show from Australia. Uh, I can't remember. It was uh, Jonah. It was a, a comedian named Chris Lilly who does these incredibly funny characters. And he did this Tongan kid who got sent to his aunt and uncle's house in Australia because he was just an intolerable teenager. And like, we're going to move you out and get to- It was the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air without money. Uh, we hate you in Tonga. Go live with your aunt and uncle, and it was hilarious. But that's the only thing I learned from Tonga. You was learned him. another thing in the nineties: the Jets. Oh, they were Tongan. I always yeah. thought they were Puerto Rican. Yeah. I think you're well, the one who told me they were Tongan. I didn't care. I'm sorry, Tonga. I think of, I don't think of you that much. I know there's all human rights and things like that with flooding. And geez, that must be rough. I just had to look it up. I didn't even know where the hell it was. Way, I, mean, no, I knew it was over way there. Way over but, there. Yeah. 
Like it's a it's the it's a flyover island to Australia, and I've been on the flight to Australia. About eight hours into that, you're halfway there, and you start realizing I don't care about anything. I just crashed this thing. I went off the plane. To any flight over thirteen hours, and this one is, is not a day you want to have. It's just mis- it's the only reason I won't go back to Australia. They got to figure out a flight that they got to move that thing in. Yeah, it's you told me so about that. Away. One. Like same thing with. Uh- I think Singapore is like 22 oh, or something. Not no, worth it you. at all. No. If, if you go to Australia, stop in Hawaii, spend a couple of days, and then take the 10 hours from there. It's miserable, that flight. Australia is worth it. I loved it there. But, man, that the day two days before you got to come back, and you're like, oh, you got to get on that plane again in a couple of days. And you've already been on it once. Oh, nightmare. The worst. 16-something, we, we had a headwind or something, and we had tropical storms we had to dodge. It took forever. Miserable. Five meals, five movies, and they start showing the movies. There's five movies, and they start showing them again because they finish all five, and they're like, well, here they are again. We only brought five movies. I mean, who brings more than five movies on a roadie? I'd no, say the awful. biggest Tongan population is in uh, Mesa and Gilbert. There's some Tongans. Yeah. There is? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mormons Big love LES. Mormons love Tongans because they play football. They set up on that BYU. island years ago. Look at Washington and BYU and Idaho. Heavy Mormon population schools they always have Tongans and Hawaiians. They've got Samoans, uh, Tongans. Yeah, the Samoans. Oh, wow. are, there's only like 800 Samoans in the world, and 400 of them played football at BYU. And this dude definitely, when he was in high school, recruited. He's probably a, a Westwood warrior, and they thought he was just a big Mexican, but he was just a beast. I'm collecting for the Tongan relief efforts. Hang on a second. I'm going to get you some cash. <laughs> You've earned it. Because that's my first thought, too, assessing. He's not on heroin or coke or anything. There's no way somebody this big. If that he's losing weight, know. it's he, good for him. He yeah. had a flyer, and he dropped it, and he lifted John's car up to get <laughs> well, the flyer. Fell under you the dropped car. a dime. <laughs> and he just throws the Jeep out into the road. Here it is. Yeah. I, all I Look, if that guy's on crack or heroin or coke, Best thing that could happen to him because he needs to drop a lot of weight. <laughs> so I highly recommend getting on a Coke diet for him. Get him 10, 20 Adderall a day. Suppress that appetite. Anyway, if you see crazy today, wave at it and go, I see you crazy and I'm not helping because that's somebody else's job. Have a crazy day. I prefer the olden days when it wasn't on me to make everyone I don't know my responsibility. He needs help. Yeah, okay. Well, somebody's got to help him. He's, if he's burned every bridge he knows, I'm not going to climb on that. If his family won't help him, why should I? They hate him for a reason. What about the, uh, we still, important to have the policy in the office for the ladies, if the, if the crazy guy's there to keep him from going crazy. What you say? Taking one for the team. Basically. Like jump in the front ladies, of like a shot you know, or something? Would advise the ladies, if them some guy's crazy. Yeah. You got to. Take make sure the crazy guy gets some attention. Oh, that's different. That's yeah. not a crazy guy. Yeah. That's the incels. You gotcha. can start recognizing incels way before they do anything. Yeah, that's been a always walk by the guy who's you know we thought it was Larry for a while. It turns out he's done all right for himself. But the dude who sits in the corner, the one that we all we've been through it all. We wrote it down that day. It's like of anybody in this building, who's the one that's going to go off and shoot everyone? Yeah, and we all wrote down the same name. I don't think you were here. No, write down your answer. From now or yeah. then? Just now. I think uh, it's the same guy. Don't say it, but just yeah. write it down. 
And we all wrote it down. We're like, all right, these are, this is the guy that we need the ladies to go by and say, you look great today. Just start giving them compliments. Just be nicer that, to him. That one little compliment yeah. could... Don't ignore him. Now, if he starts acting crazy, get out of there. It's not time to help. You had your chance. That's a nice gun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. What is that? A, is that an AR? Are you loading that? Bandoliers? That's a different outfit. <laughs> Looks good on you, Looks though. Looks great on you. You really carry that. It brings your shoulders up. You're standing up straight. Write your answer down. I'm, I'm trying to think. You. Everybody I thought was gone already. All right. Well, oh, there... oh, well. <laughs> Never mind. It's on you. Yeah, I'm just like, wait a minute. <laughs> I wonder if it's the same guy. Same department as the first time. Okay. <laughs> I, think, I think we're on the right page. Yes. All right. No. I, I know who you're thinking of. I don't see that. Uh, you, you, yeah. No. I know who you're going to write. And it's not fair. <laughs> well, there you go. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. He's too obvious. Paul gets mad out loud. He's too obvious. He's never going to snap. He would, what oh, he really? would do now. Okay. No, no. All right. Let's send some salespeople up there today. <laughs> oh, no, no. Um, you know, this just came in. And here's the be thing done about, by 1230. Here's the thing about Paul. Uh, a lot of the times I'm on his side. Like he's justified to deal with the salespeople the way it is. He is a... Uh, He'll make you uncomfortable, but he's not crazy. He's calculated. He's like a, he's like a mad genius. I'm talking about the weird loner that could blow the place up. We all wrote that answer down. <laughs> We're not sure. He seems okay. You know, the one that they describe on the news, he was a loner. Kept to himself. Seemed okay. Crazy never does what Paul does, which is just announce, I'm going to kill everybody like every day. <laughs> Paul says that, I'm just going to kill all of them. Like, he's not, he's no threat. <laughs> if those salespeople get up here one more time, I hate people. I'm going to kill all of them. All right, Paul, can I, can I use your room for a minute? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pop in. <laughs> he, he lets his anger vent. He's got little steam vents. It's a good outlet. Yeah. It's the guy we don't know about that I'm worried about. Keep your eye on him, that's all. And I would happen to tell the ladies, hey, why don't you prompt by that guy's office and just say, you're doing a great job. Just let him know that we see him because that's what incels do. Nobody even knows I'm here. Nobody sees me. I'll show them. I'll be famous. That kind of thing starts brewing. Paul has no interest in infamy. He's just crazy. Yep, that's, that's the guy. Okay. He just wrote his, He just wrote the name down. So. <laughs> Choice two. So we're within one. One degree. Yeah. Perfect answer. <laughs> yeah, they just rock in their chair. Oh, they don't see me now, but they'll know my name. Those guys. Those are the ones I worry about. They'll see me on the news. Anyway. And if you are, the, if you're like, we don't have a guy in our office that's that way, it's you. <laughs> if you don't know the crazy guy in your office, it's you. I wonder if we asked our crazy guy who he thought the crazy person was. Well, I think it's a pretty stable environment. Like, uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> Mm. Lou, it's you. Anyway, uh, let's get a wake-up song. For all the loonies out there, thank you, Antonio Brown, for telling the NFL you were wrong. I'm fine. Damn it. Now we have to address the fact that our player's an asshole. <laughs> Perfect. And you got to fire him because he's a dick, and he can't come back in the league just because he's a dick. That's what you did to Colin Kaepernick. You didn't like his behavior, and you got rid of him. It's essentially all that happened. Do it to Antonio Brown, too, but now they can't. They were hoping he was mentally unhealthy, so they didn't have to deal with bringing him back. That's really what the NFL was trying to sell. If we say he's mentally unhealthy, he can't play football because that would be, a, uh, it would be bad on us. But he's like, I'm not. I'm totally fine. I'm capable of having a job. Like, oh, no. 
Now we got bigger fish to fry here. Toby works out in Cleveland. Be great. I hope he goes to the Browns. Oh, God, I hope he goes to the Browns. Uh, let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800, that's the number. Uh, you give it to us good and strong. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUP. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.